Greetings, and welcome to The Thirsty Mage, the podcast taking another trip down memory lane. I'm your host, David Lloyd, and this episode we're talking about some familiar titles that we've recently played with the new experience, as well as a, a fun game to test our writing memories. Joining me on this episode is a man who once again finds himself lost in the world of Warcraft. It's Casey Gibson. Yeah, it's it's actually funny. It's one of those games over the last 15 years, it always pulls me back in, but... We're, we're on the, the prefaces of uh, the greatest expansion release. They're, they're re-releasing Wrath of the Lich King classic, so uh, it's definitely going to be a good time. I'm also a very, very afraid of a memory game with the, that we have later because <laughs> it's going to be ugly. Yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm telling you, I, I was looking up the list of stuff and I even I was looking at a bunch of games like, I remember playing that game. I don't remember writing that review. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us for this World of Warcraft intervention, as soon as her own voice of cards intervention is wrapped up, it's Paige Chamberlain. <laughs> hey, there's... Hey, what's wrong with three games in a year? Um, I, I have read some posts of people like looking at like the pre-release and like, oh, this one's got a number nine, and they're like, oh, what do you mean? That means there's supposed to be six more of these games? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe and it's Square that needs the intervention. My theory is that they um, just said that they were making one game and have made all the others at the same time, and then like, oops, now you have to release. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good way to to get uh, what they because I think they're like forty bucks a piece. So at this yeah, point, like forty five uh, Australian. It's like one and a they got one and a half American. worth of money out of us for uh, three three. Yep. Ga- I mean, they're all full length games, I guess. Like they're fifteen ish, fifteen ish. Yeah, a ten ten hour. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Damn those square. It's not it's not like uh, releasing thirty games in the span of three months is isn't enough. They gotta you know. <laughs> now they gotta break them, break them down into multiple, and it's just it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. Mm. Jeez. But yeah, we were uh, going to be talking about a few games. We're we're all kind of like in a bit bit of a hodgepodge of uh, playing something something different, but uh, we're all playing some pretty neat games. And I'm I'm quite interested in uh, what uh, both Casey and Paige are playing. So I'm be uh, looking forward to uh, hearing about that, those experiences, especially since. Uh, you know, I, I chirp about voice of cards, but I've had that game in my shopping cart for about a week, um, and <laughs> I'm going to be pulling the trigger at some point. But uh, yeah, and then I had uh, a game that I've had. I, I took, I finally got a game out of my backlog. I bought it three years ago. It's been sitting in my backlog. Finally got to play it uh, thanks to my Steam Deck, and I uh, look forward to talking a little bit about that. But uh, maybe we'll start with uh, Paige with uh, voice of cards. So. Uh, I, I think the biggest question I need to know is, uh, is there a third narrator or is the narrator yes. one of the first two? There's a third one. Yeah. Oh, this my one, goodness. This one's a, um, a female. Um, oh. Yeah. I think I probably my favorite narrator out of them. <laughs> Although the first game, I kind of had the narrator off because I was streaming it. So, you know, I didn't <laughs> want the constant interruptions. <laughs> you give the first one a fair shake. Yeah. The first one was the better of the two. Mm. But, but yeah, so this one's yeah a woman, and I think that's the same in Japanese too. But I play with English. Actually, no, you know that's the first thing I'm wondering because I guess what the DLC was going to be because like the like the, all the DLC is cosmetic, and in the first game it was um, replicant near replicant DLC, and the second game was near automata DLC. So I was like, oh, this is going to be the mobile game DLC, which it is. 
So if they do another one, what other game are they going to start doing? Dragon Guard DLC because <laughs> <laughs> they ran out of near games. Yeah, right. Well, there's um, yeah. I guess there isn't another near. I was thinking that there was a there was another near game they could uh, that they could port, but I guess not. They they played. Well, there's got to be a third near game coming though. So you would think. <laughs> yes, that's Maybe how you find be... out. They make costumes yeah. and stuff for the characters <laughs> from a game that hasn't yeah. even been announced yet. So. <laughs> Yeah, Voice of Cards was all an elaborate marketing play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much he's actually involved with the games. Like, he just says he's a producer, but I know he's not, like, the writer and stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's just uh, get get attention to the games, basically. So this one, you start out um, underground, um, just, like, before, like, because you, like, avoid monsters, um, but. Then monsters crash through <laughs> the cave and kill everyone. So you go on a vengeance quest. Uh, and in this one, your main character can trap monsters in cards. And then, so that's your skills. So like, instead of just getting skills because you level up, you get skills because you find them after battle and you equip them. So it's just like different monster moves. So like... Does every you know. monster drop a move or are there like only specific ones? Well, they don't always drop, but every monster has like a card that you can. Okay, get. so you could could you like farm it if you wanted to, like keep killing similar, or is it just sort of RNG? I uh, kind of yeah. One of the side quests is basically to find this monster with this star rating because like star rating is basically like the moves more effective, but it still uses the same amount of skill points. So like gotcha, killing eight yeah. HP instead of five. Um, Beefed up like- versions. So I was trying to do that, but like I kept trying to farm for the ice tortoise of three stars, and then I couldn't even get one of one star because you know you open the treasure and there's three cards to pick from, and I always kept picking the wrong card. So <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, all right, I'm just gonna go with the center every time, and like, nope, that's not helping me. Uh, yes, that's the main, I guess, difference between that and the other games is the yeah, you're collecting different monster cards, and that's your skills. So. No, no one has any, like, they've only got one default move, whether it's their attack or regenerate gems. Um, so you can customize everyone to be whatever element you want. And it's back to, like, a main party of four as well. So there's not a bunch of, <laughs> like, you know, the last one was constantly getting mixed up. Yeah. I'd also say it's, yeah, it's back to, because the first one was quite easy. The second one was more like not like full on difficult, aside from you know certain points, but you know a bit more moderate. And then this one's more like the first one where it's pretty easy up until the final boss, which is you know fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Although I don't think it's that fair, <laughs> but uh, so that's so you're uh, done already. Yeah, you played the whole thing um, already. Yeah, I played like seven and a half hours in one day, and then I finished it the next day. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if I hadn't. Yeah, if I hadn't been messing around with the game parlor like I normally do and the trying to find that tortoise and giving up, I'd pro- my runtime probably would have been about 10 hours, which I'm not sure how much I spent on the first game, but I feel like this might be the shortest. Oh, <laughs> it's really? The same, it's the most streamlined. Like I said, there's only like one side quest. As far as I'm aware, there might only even be one ending too, unless I don't know what you get for the side quest unless it gives you like an ultimate monster or you know, a piece of equipment or something. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, so it's a lot more 
focused I think and like I'm someone who flips over every single card in the dungeons like I have to step in the corner just in case, even though it's just going to be the border like just yeah. so you know I'm sure it's a bit less time for other people um I also yeah the the game parlors like to do that because you unlock the cosmetics and it's the same game but you know the monsters are different so the skill like you know when you have you played the game parlor when you play those games I in in the second one I did I yeah. I started playing so it like, I don't think I did in the first one though. Well, once you do the first round, then you get like the like this is the different modes and like so. Now yeah. instead of just getting the points, like if you put cards that are the same cards together, they'll activate a skill. So oh. in each game, the skills the monsters use are different because they're different monsters. And this one, there was one where if you used it instead of like where it had to be two of that card set, it was like if you used it in a three set, so if you used it in three four and five or four five six it would triple your points so that one was very annoying because <laughs> 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 the npc season um and normally like because the game's like a you know there's some strategy but it's quite luck based the ai can be a bit dumb i think they are the stupidest i've ever witnessed this time around <laughs> oh, i have no. a clip a clip where um, she, someone activated a skill where they controlled the other, like the next player. So she controls him, gives him the best possible set, which then activates a skill where she can choose what player to make skip their turn, and then she picks herself. So not only <laughs> is she now not in first place, she's then put herself, like blocked her next turn. She's just trying to flex on you, but like, I can I, skip myself. And yeah, still like they did that, and I still didn't win. So that's you know, like that that's stupid, and I still <laughs> couldn't. And yeah, so sometimes they'll pick on you, and you've got like no cards, and you're just like, why? This doesn't make any strategic sense whatsoever. <laughs> so yeah, I've got to. I still got to write my review up, just like, collect my thoughts. I'm um, I'm both more sold and less sold on the game at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right where he began. Yeah, it's like I a lot of those things like hearing it's more streamlined and a little bit shorter uh and and kind of the variation in the game with like the monster cards and stuff uh, definitely yeah, like can, makes me want to play it. You can buy um, some of them too so if you can't like you know it's only the like the lowest version but you know if you're yeah. having trouble finding one or you want a specific element you can buy it. But then I look, I look at the price and think, okay, this is a ten hour or less game, and I'm like, whoosh, mm. <laughs> whoosh. Yeah, that's what's you know. I'm, I'm honestly surprised they should, you know, because with the game parlor, it's like they should just do a separate eShop app for that. I was going to keep these games installed just in case someone might want to play this one <laughs> mini game. It's coming. They're they're, they're going to wait till you've bought Actually, all six uh, voice of cards games, and then though the seventh game will be just the game parlor. The, the HD2D collection. Where yeah. um, I went into the game power, like I just did clear through all the difficulties because after that you don't get any new rewards. You just get like an extra item or whatever. Um, but there was a bit where I unlocked something else and I'm like, man, does that mean this is something you can miss? Like I can't say why without spoil, but it's like I unlocked alternate like appearances and like okay. so in when I play just outside of the main menu, like just play the game directly, like because you can play it local multiplayer. Um, I was like, damn, does that mean that's something people can actually miss out? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the one benefit of buying the um, voice cards games on the Switch is being able to play the the mini game <laughs> with other people. Is it only, it's only on Switch, the 
The multiplayer? No, the mode's on all of it, but if you play it on Switch, like, you can, you're more likely, you know, I don't know how many people sit next to you when you have, like, PC and play a game with you. Oh, I see. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I was well. I was thinking about getting it uh, the Steam version for for uh, the deck there to to mm. give that a go. But yeah, I'm not sure. I, I might be. I'm probably just gonna wait for a, a sale just because there's a lot. They, I mean, there's no, finish, it's not like there's a shortage of games to play now or anything. When, when they do oh, yeah. all twenty of them, there'll be a big bundle collection. Oh, three hundred dollars. Will you rebuy them all in one one beautiful package? That's the real question. So I've had the benefit of having to review them, so I haven't had to buy any of them. All I've bought are some of the cosmetic DLC. <laughs> and that's, well, that's part know, of the other... Because, um... because I've done the last two reviews, I was like, oh, I better review this one then just to be... Yeah, <laughs> but consistent. it does make me, it makes me think path. like, say, this one, it's like, do I review it the same or do I have to judge it based on the fact that this is the third game in a year um, and they haven't really made massive improvements or anything? That's a that's a toughie, and some very minor issues like the fact that I can't like have to go back to the main menu to change like the um, customization stuff, and I can't exit to the main menu for the game. Things like, like they still haven't fixed mm. that in any of them. Yeah, that's a little crazy. <laughs> what if you What if you reviewed all three as one game? Then then uh, no, because that could ju- well, I've already done the other two reviews. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's just like. Give this one lower. It's not necessarily worse than any others, but it's also like, yeah, you put out this many games and then don't make improvements. It's like Splatoon three, you know? Yeah, diminishing returns. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other reason I wanted to play on Steam too is I played the first one on PS5. I played the second one on Switch, and I'm like curious how the third how the it's like that. And you're a Steam Deck boy now. Yeah, I am a Steam Deck boy. There's a uh, no denying it. I've thrown out, thrown all my other everything else I have in the garbage. Don't want to. Don't want the distractions. Switch in the garbage. PS. No, well, I kept my. Yeah, PS5. the Atari Jaguar's I'm, gone. Yep, I threw my Vita in the garbage. That's all I need anymore. I got some nice uh, emulators on there now. Nice and looks nice and pretty. Before I, uh, oh, do you have a- any any final thoughts for uh, voice of cards? Well, that that was it. Like my, I'm deciding on how I'm going to judge it comparative to the other two <laughs> well we'll uh keep an eye out for that um this i'm trying to remember think when this this episode will probably uh be out in a week or so so maybe it'll be it'll be out by then so if uh, when you hear this uh, everyone can head over to rbg site and uh find out what what the score is that's the big cliffhanger for the episode is what what <laughs> will the third voice of cards uh, review score will it be the same will it be less you'll have to go to rbg site to find it Casey, so I know uh, you and I, uh, we were supposed to be uh, playing. Well, we have been. We've been playing some Trails as, Trails, uh, Trails from Zero. We're going to be doing a spoiler cast on that uh, in due time. Uh, but I know we're also both heavily distracted by other games. And the one that distracted you 
is the one that that seems to distract you every few months. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was going to say the the sledding, it's still going. It's just going at a much slower pace for uh, Trails from Zero. Um, but yes, uh, classic. Wow, got I'm back into it. Um, so pretty much... There, you know, classic Vanilla WoW, the original release is it's one of those ones. It was, you know, everyone always wanted to go back because um, at one point they changed like there was like a, a the Cataclysm expansion pretty much just altered like the old world. So like all the, the original quests and zones were all sort of redone. So like that was always one people were pining to go back to because you you just actually couldn't, you know, so. That one, you know, that was uh, that came out, I guess, in 2019. Then the second expansion, the Burning Crusade, came out. That was, you know, pre- again another really fondly looked back uh, upon expansion and, and one people are excited for. And then uh, what they sort of um, round out as like the the first, you know, the trio of games uh, that people most fondly look back to on WoW is Wrath of the Lich King is the last. Um, you know, there's some more people do look back on and have good times with, but essentially like classic. Wow. It's the original burning crusade and wrath of the, the wow. Wrath of the Lich King are sort of known as like the, the pinnacle of wow. Right. That's like when it got big, they had like 12 million subscribers monthly, you know, just tons of people playing the game. Um, and also just one of the most, you know, epic bosses to Arthas, the Lich King, um, you know, people who had been playing uh, the RTS Warcraft games, right? Like they sort of left the third one left on a cliffhanger uh, with Arthas. You know, he he was you know the the Prince of Lordaeron, um, and then he went and ended up becoming the Death uh, the Lich King. You know, an undead Death Knight uh, controlling all like the Scourge and all this good stuff. So it was one of those ones people were really looking forward to sort of seeing how you know, the culmination of his arc, if you will, would come to a close. And uh, that was this expansion really focused on that. So people really look back to this one fondly. For me, um, I played Burning Crusade when it came out um, and like very, like I a little bit of the original, but not enough to really say I played it, you know, uh, when it first released. But Wrath of the Lich King, like this was the first expansion that like I bought on launch day, I played with my friends, you know, we, you know, was all in on. So I still actually have a couple buddies that I'd met during the original release that I'm still friends with today. Um, and, you know, we're, we're all sort of jumping back in to, uh, to play the launch, which actually comes out. Um, you said if this is going up next week, it'll already be out. It's coming out on the 27th or actually the 26th of Monday night. Um, and yeah, it's just one of those games. Yeah, it's for me, it's, you know, it's it's home, right? It's comfortable to go back and play it every once in a while. And and with MMOs, right, anytime there's a new expansion or coming out or a big patch with uh, with new content is always really hype moment. Um, and especially, like I said, this is so I think classic. Wow. It was huge when it came out. Burning Crusade was popular. Uh, the the classic version, but not quite as much as uh, the original. And I think the launch of Wrath is going to be sort of in line with that first wave because I think people probably played original, sort of fell off a little bit, and now it's like, hey, I haven't played, you know, WoW in a couple years. Maybe it's time to get back in. It's, you know, one of the best expansions. Let's sort of do it. So even just playing in the pre-patch event, uh, which... 
Um, Wrath of the Lich King released a new class, the Death Knight. Um, they opened that up like a month ago, and then it, they pretty much um, nerfed a bunch of experience needed to get to level cap. Um, and they actually put out a buff to give you even more experience. So right now it's a, a, like a great time to level up because it's super quick in comparison to what it normally is. And they have like a pre-patch event where like the scourge is invading different zones. So they have, you know, you go in there and you can take part in different uh, sort of events and get some gear and some, some different items like a, a tabard um, and, you know, cool little trinkets and stuff to sort of commemorate the, the event and sort of get you hyped for uh, the ultimate launch here. And um, yeah, just, me and my buddy have been playing and it's funny, like me and him were, we're like, yeah, we're definitely going to play. Let's do it. And then we had another friend who was like, yeah, I'm going to play too. And, and now all of a sudden, like other people who, you know, we're friends with like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, now that we're getting close all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, yeah all right. I, I'm going to come in and play. I'm playing. And, and we're starting to see them come out of the woodwork now, which uh, like I said, I, I think the hype starts climbing, right? Everyone's playing it. Um, and you get people sort of jumping in on the, the bandwagon. Um, but yeah, it's, for me, it's been a blast. I've just been been playing, leveling up some characters, and, and sort of gearing up for uh, for the launch by trying to essentially get some gold and and you know level up some professions and just sort of pre- the prep work, if you will. Because um, yeah, come to I keep saying Tuesday, come Monday night. You know when when those servers go live, it's going to be fun because there's going to be so many people riding the the ship over to Northrend, which is the new area, and. Um, yeah, like, like I said, this one, for me, it's like the most nostalgic expansion. Uh, like I said, I had played some of the other ones, but this was really where like I went you know, full on in. Like I'm playing tons of this, and, and I can remember me and my buddy waiting in Walmart uh, at, at school. You know, I was in college, and getting the, um, you know, this was still when you had to go pick up the boxed version, right? So we were like waiting in line. We got there super early, uh, and each like usually each place got a couple um, collector's editions and, and we were like, I think we were like third and fourth in line. Um, and I was just a, a broke college kid. So I was like, I'm just going to get the regular version. Um, and I remember it was one of the Walmarts with like a McDonald's. So I went and grabbed that and I came back. My friend's like, yo, those guys are going to buy, like going to give you the extra money to buy the collector's edition. And then we're, you're going to trade and then they're going to give you like 40 bucks. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, so, so essentially, I actually got Wrath of the Lich King originally for free. Um, but for I mean, it, it, however many hours we waited in line. Uh, but yeah, they they ended up essentially paying for my copy uh, to get them uh, the collector's edition. So I was like, okay. And the best part, I didn't even have to broker the trade. I just came back and it was already a done deal. So I was like, all <laughs> right, let's go. Um, Sweet. But yeah, it. Like I said, the launches are always super fun because, yeah, there's literally, you know, thousands of people playing, you know, just and that's one of the coolest thing with MMOs, right, in general, is just sort of seeing all the other people playing and and just like you feed off the energy, right, of everyone going and and being in there. So um, and this is still sort of more uh, recent, you know, they call retail is like the the current version, Um, you know, leveling, it's you still do it, but it, it's a pretty quick endeavor. Usually like it, you sort of blow through it and get to, to the end where, um, the classic version, right. There was a, a bigger focus on the actual leveling adventure. Um, so cla- you know, wrath is one of the, it's definitely not as slow as uh, a slow burn as some of the earlier ones, but it'll still probably, 
you know, you, you level up from 70 to 80 and it, it, you know, I don't know the exact hourage, but it's probably a 20 hour, maybe, you know, give or take going to take you 20 hours to get, to get there, maybe a little more. So one of those, um, sort of fun situations where I've got Tuesday off. So it's like, we're going to just go hard for like a day and a half and, <laughs> and see, see what we can do. But, uh, yeah, definitely going to be super, super nostalgic. Um, but also it, it's a super fun game. So I'm uh, looking forward to just getting in there and seeing how it uh, plays out. Hopefully the servers, uh, don't, don't, you know, crap the bed. <laughs> going to have to have your uh, Gatorade pre-stocked your, and your Red Bull and. Yep. Yeah. All the, the gamer fuel. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, G but fuel pizza. pretzels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've actually I've never had a G fuel. No, <laughs> I have neither. I haven't either. So it's, yeah, I think it's, I've yeah, had. No, if it's like a, a Gatorade or more, like, I guess it's more like a soda, a more like an energy drink. I think. Yeah, I think so. I think it's supposed to be something closer to a Red Bull. I think or something similar. I, same with the Monster Energy. Or I'm pretty sure it's like yeah, a I've slightly had a watered down before. Red Bull, but it's much much bigger. Yeah, Monster. I remember in high school, like. I was always so tired in the morning and I didn't drink coffee or anything. So I was like, I'm going to get a monster. And I had like two sips. I was like, Oh, I was like, who can drink? This is terrible. I'm a Red Bull um, kind of person. So. I'm a Red Bull too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Red Bulls are so good. Yeah. I'll, I was, I've been I was a Red Bull on. person uh, until I decided to have a Red Bull before a hockey game. Oh, <laughs> too, too, too wired or do you throw up? Oh, I was like on the cusp of throwing up, but I could taste it in my mouth the whole time. Like, it was taste, awful. The best cool. is the morning Red Bull when it's like. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. morning Red Bull. But oh yeah, God. yeah. <laughs> the morning bull, if you will. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Um, I can remember when Diablo 3 came out. I drank two 20 ounces. Woo! Good Lord. And the worst part is the servers absolutely crapped out and I couldn't even really play that much. So, I, And I had work the next morning. So I remember just like laying on the couch at like 4.30 in the morning, like shaking i was like man i just wish i could go to bed <laughs> can't even play could, right could now it be like me where you can drink one of those and then just go to sleep <laughs> yeah you know i yeah i can ab- absolutely do that but if i drink a 20 ounce or I, I i should be usually if i like i've definitely had an eight ounce or a 12 ounce and then like like all right i'm gonna game and then all of a sudden i like sit in the couch and i fall asleep <laughs> oh man well uh, speaking of benders uh disco Elys- elysium was uh it's it's like i said it's a game i've been tr- i wanted to play a couple years ago i i'm a big fan of the crpgs uh this is kind of like um less less an action oriented one and more of like a mystery detective one and i had actually started the game off uh like when i when it first came out i started the game for like a couple hours and i wasn't really under like wasn't didn't get into it like it was confusing what was going on and that sort of thing so i I fell off the wayside pretty quickly. Um, but to to give you a little backstory of it, it's basically um, this detective uh, wakes up in a like completely trashed um, <laughs> motel room, <laughs> like just oh, destroyed. Oh, I thought you said he was trashed. <laughs> oh, he was trashed. He dri- he he. So you f- you find out it's like day three of a complete um, like drugs and alcohol. Like this cop has just gone berserk. Like. To it's the like point. Conquer's so bad this is like day the situation. sequel to Conquest Bad Fur Day. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, because the so the detective wakes up. So the so there's a there's a um a guy that's been hanging in a tree in the back like behind the motel for about a week, and he came this this detective came three days ago to start the investigation, 
and just and instead of doing the investigation, it decided just to party and drink and do drugs. And uh, a good detective. To, yeah, great detective. Uh, so great that um, the game starts off with the detective waking up not knowing what his name is. Um, like he doesn't know anything about his past. Like he's is like his memory is just like blanked right out. Like has no idea what's going on. Um, so he kind of st- stumbles out of. So like the first thing you do in the game is find your clothes because you're just in your underwear. <laughs> <laughs> And so you're like walking around the hotel room looking for your clothes. Uh, you discover, I'm sorry, little spoiler, little spoiler. Um, one of your shoes um, is on the balcony of the motel room because you pitched it through a window. Hmm. And uh, so when you kind of put yourself together, you go downstairs and there's um, another detective from another precinct uh, who had come in um, expecting you to have done some work to, to discover that <laughs> Not only have you not done anything for three days, you don't even remember your name. Um, so he's so it's oh man, it's so starting so it's, starting you out right. Yeah, yeah. So um, the the game is bananas though, man. It's it's so good. It's uh, so like you know you go to the back and um, you uh, I, I'm not gonna get into spoilers because I know Paige. Uh, pretty sure you're gonna be playing it um, sooner or later. So uh, but the first. The first thing you see is um, so the guy's hanging hanging from the the tree and there's like a a kid throwing rocks at him and uh, so you go over and the kid starts like you tell you you get into an argument with the kid about not like throwing the rocks and stuff and the kid just like mousy off and um, there's like a whole lot of whole lot of factors that play like you have to go and interview um, you're kind of it's kind of like the 1970s ish or early 80s kind of like an eastern like the places disco era, the, <laughs> yeah disco say, era it's kind of it all um, makes sense that this detective could get away with such things <laughs> yes yes it does well because the other thing too is it's in like um a, a, a po- like a post-war eastern european-ish type of country like everything's destroyed like the buildings are barely standing like there's holes in the pavement from like tanks and stuff from years past and it's it, it it's very much uh like 70s and like uh you know a broken down country and um and there's uh like a kind of like a, there, there's a union strike going on and uh so through the whole thing like uh, basically the premise of the story is you you need to yeah, you know, solve the mystery of the the hanged man's death, and and uh, you know, figure out who you are. But you also have to find all your stuff too, because not only were your clothes all gone, but your badge is missing, your gun is missing, your car is missing. Like you have no idea where any of the stuff is, <laughs> so you've got to find it all. And um, yeah, it's just it's just insane, and it takes it uh, certain things like it takes place over a few days, um, so certain events happen on certain days um and uh there's like so much possibilities of what you can do like you can do things in different orders and um and throughout the game um the he has like the the detective has like a different um inner monologues like there's like his conscience will talk to him um there's like uh um like is he still inebriated at this point (laughs) it was a little bit yeah like there's his um so there's a point where you're walking along and your nervous system will start asking you to drink because it's getting it's getting (laughs) yeah it's like you need more alcohol and and it was like spongebob water (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
he starts the detective starts arguing with his with his sister be like no i'm going clean now and he's like no you know you want the alcohol man go get it he's like so you're being tempted throughout the game to to get it and um and you like if you could do you can take like you could drink more alcohol and there's like buffs and debuffs depending on what you do and stuff and uh, there's multiple endings uh, based Confident, on like confidence buff and mobility debuff. Or... <laughs> yeah, well, there's like things your, you can your learn. Muscle buff. Yeah, well, there's well, and that's the other thing too is there's um when you start the game there's like four different um uh, builds I guess like so there's there's like uh, your physical there's physical attributes mental attributes so. Like there's four kind of preset ones you could choose from, or you could like build your own detectives and it actually affects how you play the game because there's like moments where you need to have like physical power or whatever. So if you took like the smart guy with no fit physical, like you're just going to things yeah, might not go low. well in those situations. Or if you go low on the, on the intelligence, then you're not going to pick up on certain things. So it can really um, impact like how the game goes and stuff. But um, it ended up, I think I was around 24, 23 24 hours something like that and um, yeah it's pretty beefy there was there was a lot of stuff i didn't do like there's a lot of side questions or a lot of side content like off the beaten track stuff um that you can do there's like side stuff that you can do that will make the main campaign easy like the main goals easier and that sort of thing and ways to buff yourself up and other mysteries to solve and stuff so there was definitely like i could have played more um, but it just like the, the path that went on about 23, 24 hours, it, it, it just paced really well. So when I got to the end, I'm like, yeah, this is, this is a good experience. I'm, I'm happy. Are you with playing this. this on the deck? I was playing on the deck. I actually, um, so I played like 23, 22 of the 23 hours on the deck. And then there was one time I, I wanted to play on the PC, uh, because I, I was curious about how the cloud system works. Like, um, you know, uh, valve kind of talks about how it's like seamless it's just that you know play on your deck put your deck down walk over to your pc and you you pick up exactly where you left off so i'm like okay let's let's see if this is if this is advertised yeah yeah and uh it was so i was i was happy with that it um like the the deck uploads your saves to the cloud and then the when i turned on my pc it downloaded the save and then i was exactly where i was when i left off so it's crazy that Steam was just like, let's release a Switch. Yeah. And, and it's, they just did, and it's apparently from everyone I hear that's played it just absolutely loves it. Oh, I, yeah. It's like, it's totally replaced the Switch for me. Like, there's, it's be- like a bigger, better screen. It feels better. Cheaper games. <laughs> Cheaper games, more games, uh, better looking games. Uh, this, the, the Steam, uh, cloud saves like it's all free like i don't pay anything for the cloud saves or anything like it's yeah it uh, seems uh, seems like a, i mean i guess it was a little expensive right and i know there's a wait list but yeah. otherwise it seems like uh the real well, deal yeah well they're catching the wait list is almost gone like they're the oh really nice uh, yeah all the all the people that bought in q3 last year or who, that were expecting to get it in q3 have already gotten their steam decks now and now they're actually like a whole quarter ahead of time so there's so oh, people are getting them out early. Yeah, it won't be too long before it's just, you know, you make the purchase and it's on its way. Like it's it's getting closer and closer. That's awesome. Yeah. So uh, anyone who is on the fence or if anyone has got Disco Elysium in their backlog, I would definitely uh, recommend picking it up and giving it a go because it's uh, it's very fun. 
But I guess that will take us to uh, the game portion of our episode. Home and home and home and home and home. Oh man, I was having a, I was having a good time looking this stuff up. But let me tell you. Um, so basically, the the way that it, this works is. Uh, I've got a number of them. We'll kind of just go and and uh, get through. We'll see how many we get through, kind of kind of thing. But uh, I guess kind of the whole uh, premise of the of this show or this this ep- this uh, game is that you know we all we all been writing reviews for years or whatever, um, and so I thought, oh, it'd be pretty neat if we like if I go back and pull like ep- excerpts from old reviews that we've written, and um, you know I've I've taken out names of of the game or the company or whatever and replaced it with like this and that just just so that it doesn't give it away but um just to see if i if if you know we from the description of the excerpt if we can figure out what game what was it and who wrote it and that sort of thing uh so it's so each game will have like three excerpts that start from like pretty vague to much more specific so what we'll do is um is that anyone so it doesn't have to be your game. I'll I'll read the first excerpt, and if you think you know what it is, you can uh, you can tell me. And if it's not a review that you wrote, like if it's someone else's review, if you can tell me who wrote the review, I'll give you an extra point. No, well, I don't think so, anyone's getting extra points. <laughs> all right. So are your games in this as well? Then and, yeah. So so um, it, well, I won't do the Jordan ones, but I'll do uh, the three of us. So, all right. So, I was going to say, if, if all of a sudden all the words rhymed, I would have known that was Jordan's. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the thing is if, if there was a pun in it, then it was Jordan's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if it was like the eight travelers are come together beautifully <laughs> yeah. and I love this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, I uh, specifically skipped that one. But oh, but the one hint I will give is that um, I know we all remember the best ones more, more clearly. So I chose games at the top of our like review lists, like the, you know the highest rated ones. So that's okay. that's a bit of a bit of a hint. So there's room no, in the uh, night there's... guys out. Gotcha. Yeah, no stinkers, no stinkers. Oh well, then I guess Octopath wouldn't have been out either, or would be out. <laughs> would be. <laughs> yeah, no Octopaths not wouldn't would not make the cut. <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll start with the first one here. So here's the the first excerpt. This game is a great example of how to do a remake, bringing a classic to modern day while sticking closely to its roots. Improved battle mechanics, visuals, and soundtrack are great additions, but at times poor AI and jarring transitions are a bit of a letdown. Hmm. No, no idea. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that could yeah, be a lot I'm of things, s- man. Yeah, that could be I a lot of things. I don't think I've... doesn't sound like something I've written, though, but... <laughs> I'll go that means it's probably pages. <laughs> <laughs> the updated visuals and music are a wonderful facelift to a very solid action RPG. A few minor issues, such as the jarring transitions from the day-night cycle, hold it slightly back. But despite a few hiccups along the way, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience. That does sound like me. Action RPG with day and nights. I don't... Hmm... And you got one more for this, you said? Yep. From a presentation aspect, this game knocks it out of the park. I love the art style, but what's even more impressive is the wonderful soundtrack. The most exciting aspect of venturing into a new territory was being able to hear new music, and I often found myself popping onto YouTube to listen while not playing. All right. I I feel like this is me, and it could be Ease 8. 
Nope. No? Okay. It, it's you, uh, though. Okay, I, yeah, it definitely sounded like me. I'm trying to think what other remake. Here, I'll, oh, give well, you, I'll give you a hint. It, you wrote the review in June of 2020. Mm. For the mage. Hmm. Which is like, oh, he just man. pulls his phone out and like starts looking it up on the <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm, I'm trying to think, because I feel like I it was probably towards the end of me writing reviews more recently. Yeah. Um, Square Nix. For, man, what did I put? And it was a remake. Yeah. Wow. I feel like a dumb idiot. And it, uh, I think it came out slightly after. Um, I've, I, uh, I cheated, so I'd, I'm not going to say Oh, that. do you know what it is? Go yeah. ahead. Trials of Mana. Yep. Ah, okay. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, n- now that I say it, I'm like, oh, yeah, because, like, the 2020 makes more sense because I remember playing it just when some things were, like, I didn't finish it myself. But, yeah, the the remake, and, yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> yes, yep, yeah, okay. Yeah, I was like, duh. I was like, it definitely <laughs> sounds like me, but now I, I can't pick, yeah. pick, point the game. But it's funny, I was actually thinking about, like, wanting to go and replay that game again. Oh, yeah. What did I give it? Oh, I think you gave it an 8. Okay, solid, solid. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that, actually, yeah, it makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. It's all coming together, I believe, Paige. <laughs> yeah. The yeah, next, like, the next couple, there's uh, there's some more specific, more specific um, in the later excerpts, so they won't be they won't be as vague. Yeah. Uh, but I'll I'll go with the next one here. Yeah. Uh, if you're interested in a Zelda like with a heavy story and character focus, then yep, you can't know, go yep, wrong. Yep. Uh, um, I, I'm gonna guess it's Paige's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we, we're gonna see how this game's gonna go. Yeah, so how what were the other? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I'll go with the other excerpts. Uh, like many, I was initially interested in this game because of the stunning visuals. The world of this game is lovingly rendered and detailed pixel art in a colorful but soft palette. Floating in through windows or show, showing the glow of a CRT, the lighting in this game makes it all the more beautiful. And, yeah, okay. and the last one is. Uh, the locations you'll travel through are often dungeon-esque and are filled with puzzle, with puzzles blocking progress. Thankfully, none of them were particularly brain-busting, being mostly in the vein of typical key-finding and strategic bomb use. The pair are usually close together, but every so often you need to separate the characters to navigate through the puzzle. Now, I could go for the, like I knew you were saying it was a high review, so I'm like, okay, Eastwood's on the list, and then you just said Zelda-like, and I'm like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> <Sold>. <laughs> All right. I think you might. I think you might have the advantage on this next one, Casey. Oh. Thankfully, after years of getting no respect, this company has given this game the love it deserves with a masterful port that fans will simply adore. I, well, I feel like since that with that intro, is it Ease Eight? No. Nope. I'm just going to keep saying that till. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the next one. All the improvements and enhancements give this game a much more modern feel without sacrificing any of its soul. As a lifelong fan of this franchise, and this game in particular, I couldn't be happier with this remaster and look forward to hours of enjoyment wherever I go. Wait, I don't know. Didn't you? I was going to say something and I'm like, I don't know because like, I don't know if did he review Diablo 2 remake? And he said he's not doing reviews anymore. So yeah, I don't think I, you know. I don't think I did the. Re- I was going to say like maybe a Final Fantasy VII, but I don't know if I did like the port to Switch if I reviewed that or not. No. 
Yeah. I, uh, now remember, it could be it could be any of the three of us. I'm so Ooh. bad at this. What, was this the game you Diablo 2? <laughs> I, no, I didn't review Diablo 2. I was just thinking of Casey, so that's why I was yeah. like... <laughs> um, yeah, the, the third one should give it away. It was oh, only God. a year ago when Square Enix blew our minds and broke our hearts during the Nintendo Direct, where no less than seven Final Fantasy titles for the Switch were announced, including ports of every PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 title, with this Final one Fantasy notable eight. single eight. exception. Final yeah. Fantasy VIII, David. <laughs> yeah. Boom. All right. Woo! Yeah. I had a fun time reading this one because... Uh, I remember at the time I gave it a ten out of ten, and a bunch of people lost their minds in the in the comment section. That, that, like, who's this jabroni? Yeah, they were they were so mad that I gave it. I'm like, what do you care? Like, it's my score. Screw you! I get to do what I want. You know, David, um, I always like to ruffle the feathers. The, I do the like to ruffle feathers. Uh, what do we else we got here? Uh, Oh, okay. What at first was my biggest concern, the action opposed to turn-based combat turned out to be what I found the most enduring throughout my experience. In addition to an interesting story, setting, and truly wonderful score, I can't help but walk away singing its praises. Doesn't sound like something, all right. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'm trying I'm to think of something that switched the next turn to action. There's a few things, but... Not only was it an action RPG, but an extremely fun and satisfying one to boot. There are some early pacing issues, and the map can be a little confusing to navigate at times, but I found it a pleasure to explore the island and uncover the many secrets it hides along the way. Ah, finally, I think my <laughs> default answer might work. <laughs> it's funny because I thought... So, I'm going to go ease 8? Yeah, it's easy. It's funny because I thought that was it. And I was like, I can't just keep saying that for every game. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even next to my list. I went and got it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it worked. You, you, you at least made me wait one more extra guess. And you're just yep. trying to give them extra points as well. <laughs> <laughs> well I, I've actually forgot to, I forgot to count the points, so we're just having fun on this one. Oh, um, I see her. Yeah. No, I'll have to go back, have to go back and re-listen and to yeah, actually gonna... score it, I guess. You're going to tell us who wins at the end. We'll never know till yeah, till it's till posted. Till the episode comes out. Yeah. Uh, okay, here we go. The complexity of the story leaves you hanging on every word, and each line of dialogue feels authentic and meaningful. I, I feel like I can tell when I haven't written something, but I still have no idea what the game is. I say it doesn't sound like me. <laughs> this, so it sounds like this is a David game. The structure of the story is broken down into a prologue, four chapters, and then a finale. Mm. Now, the, the third excerpt is really going to give it away, but you it, still might not guess the actual feels, game. It feels like a David Trails game. It's not necessary to commit to 300 hours of playing the previous installments, none oh, of which are available on the Switch. Cold <laughs> Steel 4. But I... Oh, but I hold on. I do recommend spending a three. couple hours in the. It is three. <laughs> <laughs> Son <Yeah>. of a gun. 
He's like, oh, he took four. I'm going to take three. I know that one's on the switch. <laughs> yeah. No, the, the 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 giveaway there was the um none none are available on the switch because the third one yeah. was on switch. Yeah. All right, we'll do one last one. <laughs> For the most part, I stuck with the same units, but they all share experience, so there's no ill consequence to doing so. Upgrading and changing up your equipment is pretty important, but I rarely used any non-healing items. Hmm. My brain went with units, I went with like farm them, and then I'm like, no, they don't share experience. <laughs> Due to the difficulty, or mostly that thereof, Ooh. and simplified concepts, I couldn't I could recommend this game as a beginner or Ooh. made more laid back RPG. Oh. Is it voice of cards by me? <laughs> I don't know, there's two voice of cards. Uh, the first one. Is it voice of cards two? The Isle, the Isle Dragon Roar hits the yeah. first one. <laughs> Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> this game is not a collectible card battling game as it may appear to be, but instead a plain old-fashioned GRPG. It's also on this simple end in both difficulty and your toolkit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Alright, how about we do we'll do uh, one let me do one last one. I'm going to do a Jordan one. Ooh, but I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure pretty sure you guys have played this could be wrong I'm pretty I'm almost positive Casey's played this I'm pretty sure Paige's played this while I enjoyed this first entry it's while I enjoyed the first entry it seemed to rely too heavily on farming for particular materials and crafting absolutely everything the story quests and characters weren't compelling enough to keep me going however this game adds a more interesting narrative and various quality of life changes that make it one of this year's best titles Ooh, so far i know what it is or oh, i think i do uh dragon quest builders 2 yes boom yeah. which have you played paid, that one page i played um i got to like halfway through the mining towns like the second chapter of like ah, man that game Royal. is so good yeah I'm surprised there I think, hasn't I think been we were like, oh, we were going to play it together, but we all have on different platforms, so we can't play it together. Yeah, because yeah, Casey, I think you you got you had the Switch version, right? Yep. Yeah, I played in the Switch. Yeah. I tell you what, they're due. They're due for a third one. Yeah, because that was uh, when was that? A, a well, long while ago. At this next, point. So. Yeah, it was 2019, and uh, builders, I think. It had to be, well, it was on the Switch, so it would have had to have been 2018, I would think. Builders 1. Well, yeah, Builders 1 got ported to the Switch after the fact. Oh, okay. Because it originally see. released Vita on PS4. Yeah, the first, all right, so it was released on PlayStation 3 in Japan in 2016. Um, in North America, October 11th, 2016. Yeah, and then it was ported over to the Switch in 2018. Uh, that was the first one. And then, yeah, the second one, like you said. Um, huh? Every three years, they, they are due. I, it yeah. would be great. It was two. I didn't play one, but two was so good. Yeah, it was actually released in Japan 2018 and then worldwide um, 2019. So, yeah, if they're if they're working on it, it could be something that well, comes out in a year or Treasures two. is the next one. <laughs> is yeah. that just you or is that next year? Yeah, no, it's, that's December, yeah, I believe. Before. December. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, Square needs 40 more releases for next year, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and Dragon Quest 3, right? Like, maybe they're yeah. ramping up for a bunch of Dragon Quest games. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and uh, 10 Dragon can't be that for... Dragon Quest or not tell it, 10, in uh, HD. 12, or... <laughs> that, uh, the new gritty Dragon Quest, that's got to be that's uh, around yeah, the corner yeah. too, right? Yeah, mm. I was just like, oh, I don't know about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Quest, but dark. Mm. So yeah, that's... Uh... I win, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like at least I could tell which ones were mine <laughs> some of them I was yeah. like okay that definitely doesn't sound like my writing at all <laughs> like I I'll have to get someone else to do the next one maybe because uh, and you could partake yeah yeah I don't yeah. I, it's, it's easy for me to chirp from the PETA gallery but I'm sure you could read my reviews back to me and I'd, I'd probably be like yeah this sounds like a Casey to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll pull out like a Monarch review and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah Next time you'll have to pick the crappiest games yeah. we've, re- we've reviewed. Yeah. <laughs> then it, then they'll turn into an argument of like, I didn't actually play that game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember playing that game. You, you have to prove it. Man, well, that was a fun episode. I think uh, it's probably a good place to wrap it up. Uh, and do you guys have anything... Uh, Anything to plug? I guess Casey, you had your uh, the Z- the Xenoblade Three. It was the the, the big episode. Uh, I guess a couple couple weeks ago now. Eh? Yeah, a couple weeks ago we went. Um, we did like a solid hour. Yeah, it was that was a, a good time. Um, yeah, we've just been you know sort of doing our normal releases, and uh, yeah, you'll you'll find me no life in you know some world of warcraft for a bit so you won't be seeing me no um yeah won't be seeing yeah, unless we're uh, unless we're side by side uh, fighting the lich king i guess eh? yeah oh well that, that'll probably be a year and a half from now or two years whatever he, he's <laughs> the the big bad at the end so yeah. it'll be a, it, an adventure we'll see if i'm still playing by then but uh but yeah <laughs> cool and then page uh, so you may have a, a voice of cards review out by then uh, anything yeah. else that you uh, you're allowed to talk about um no, I can't. I mean, I was going to work on a video talking about how oh, Story Seasons <laughs> Wonderful Life, but I'm not sure what direction I'm going to take that one in yet because so, a lot of people have already covered it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep an eye out. Uh, like I said, we're rec- recording this a couple weeks ahead of time, so we'll see. Uh, it regardless, could actually uh, be available. <laughs> Yeah, head over to the YouTube page, uh, Paige's YouTube page, so, and, and see. Uh, I've only got like there. less than four weeks to do things. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, f- fast approaching. Yeah, yeah, you might have uh, other priorities at that point. Mm. And the podcast. Like another just... House of Card games. Who knows? <laughs> house of Cards. <laughs> or, oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever it's called. Potato, potato. Oh, man. Well, I want to thank everyone uh, for listening to this week's episode. Uh, I guess uh, I'm trying to think of the the. I guess suppose it's probably last week that we did the um, that the AI. Uh, you didn't know what, what I, I don't know what order <laughs> things are in anymore. I we just record stuff and it, I post <laughs> it when I can. Um, he throws so, a dart at the dartboard. Oh, all right, this episode. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, so what's edited? Okay, throw it up. Throw yeah, it up. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, we'll have a whole lot of uh, Square stuff coming out. I'm still trying to decide if I want to pick up Deafield uh, Chronicle or not. Uh, Harvestella, definitely, for sure. Well, well, you did get one game off the backlog, so that gives you room to yeah. add four or five more, I think. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's how it works. For every one game you finish, you have to buy four more. So. Yep, yeah. As is tradition. 
Yep. Yeah. The the backlog can never can never be done. Uh, it can never go down. Can it only can grow. only go up. That's right. Yep. Perfect. So yeah, uh, again, if uh, anyone wants to, and you can head over to thirstymage.com for reviews of some of these games. So you can head over there too and uh, check out Casey's podcast, uh, Talk Nintendo, and Paige's YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, we'll see everyone out the next Thirsty Mage. Bye. Bye. Adios. <laughs>